Well, now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the air boxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back. The hot lap. Actually, being recorded just as practice one of the Bahrain Grand Prix is finished. Alex, you'll be quite happy at the moment. But here go we on. go. Um, at the moment, it is Raikkonen, Vettel oh. and Bottas. Wow. Um, I know. I mean, they don't think the Mercedes uh, are doing quick runs. Interestingly, Alonso is seventh. Wow, um, that is all over the um, place. Yeah, Vettel stopped at the beginning um, with a problem with his car. Mm. or had to come in. And uh, Jensen Button didn't make it past the first corner. Oh, OK. Uh, on his first time lap. So, they, I mean, that's the live update, which will be old updates by the time you probably listen to this Saturday or Sunday morning. Alex, yeah. welcome back. Chinese Grand Prix. It wasn't a Ferrari win. Having, having said that, the married couple at Mercedes were arguing again. Uh, do, you, do you feel that there's a domestic brewing? I, uh, yes, I do. Um, they're, they're just, just like last year. Um, and... Uh, I mean, well, I tell you what, let's get, let's then, since we're talking the Chinese Grand Prix, get with our Chinese Grand Prix review. So, China. China, China, China. China, Um, China. Chinese Grand Prix. Won by Lewis Hamilton. Yes. What a boring race that was. You think so? Yes. <laughs> um, it got stopped too soon. Were you a tiny bit excited at the fact that Raikkonen, get the McLaren out of the way, brilliant again, yeah, um, yeah, on his radio. I mean, do you think Raikkonen would have had a go at Sebastian Vettel? I'm not so, I don't know if he would have passed him, but he was catching him at quite a rate of knots. He might have caught up on, by the last lap. Would he, would he have had a go or not, do you think? Well, we've got Vettel as not. I can't imagine they put in a number one status just yet. Uh, he uh, given what happened in Australia, it wouldn't have surprised me that he would have tried to have gone for the overtake. No. Okay. No, that's, that, that's fair enough. So, Lewis Hamilton's the winner. Um, Lights the flag victory. It yeah. was... You, you always felt that Lewis, kind of like in Australia, he was in control of the race. Yeah. At, the minute, the minute um, he wanted to do the fastest lap or go faster, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he did manage the, the fastest lap in the end as well. Um, he did. Yeah, and uh, obviously I, I was I was watching it with I was watching it with my mum, interestingly enough. And I said, okay. I said, uh, wait until both Mercedes go on the harder tire because that's what because Ferrari aren't as good on the harder tire. And the minute that happened, the kind of race between the Ferraris and the Mercedes ended, really, didn't it? Um, the minute they were on the harder tyre, Mercedes were, seemed to be a lot better than Ferrari on the harder tyre, but it's on the softer tyre that Ferrari is basically a threat. Do you think they were a threat during the race uh, at any point? Uh, I, I, I always felt that, Miss, that Hamilton and Mercedes, and you know, partly Rosberg, despite the moaning, had it under control. Um, having said that, it was close enough that if Mercedes made a tactical error or a mistake, mm. it, it it could have gone, it could have done a one eighty very quickly had they had a bad pit strategy call yeah. for whatever reason or anything. Yeah. Or it's, I think had a safety car been at the wrong time, then very quickly, um, you know, it could have done a one eighty, and suddenly Ferrari are looking very good. Yeah, they were they were never going to win the race, were they? Not, uh, not under normal circumstances. No. no, something would have had to. If if Hamilton had had um, a puncture or uh, I don't know a wheel sticking or something like that, um, I mean the only way to look at it for me 
is that I'm just happy because after like 10 laps, you've still got the Ferrari on the same uh, straight as a Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Um, in terms of Vettel, Rosberg had one eye on Vettel, I think, the entire race because he was close enough that if Rosberg snatched a break or went wide, yeah. let's say in the first two-thirds of the race at least, uh, with yeah. all the soft ties, um, Vettel would have been a very strong contender for second. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. Obviously, it didn't go that way, hence why I say that the race was boring. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it would have been nice had we had a bit of overtaken, um, etc., or, or a few more battles, but it didn't. It kind of didn't happen. I mean, the top four kind of stayed the top four, really, didn't they? I mean, Nick and yeah. Rosberg moaned that Lewis Hamilton ruined his race in the press conference. Uh, I mean, what do you feel about that? That's the big talking point coming out of China. Obviously, the way I suppose, and I don't know if you agree with me, James, but the way you kind of look at it is if if Nico was, say, a second behind, that was in his real turbulent air, um, you know, and would dive down the inside and Lewis would cut him off or, you know, those kind of things, yeah. you could say, you were slowing me down. I, I tried to agree. get past you. You slowed me down, uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, in the race... I don't see how he was ever close enough to ever have a dive. To I know, I know there is a bit of turbulent air behind yeah, it. About, I appreciate that. It's about two seconds, and apparently he said it would ruin my tyres getting too close to him. But I completely agree with you, Alex. Mm. In terms of that, I mean, at no point did Nico Rosberg really try to get Lewis Hamilton, or you never even felt he'd re- he'd really pushed to try and get within the one second. Mm. You just felt he settled for second kind of thing, and he yeah. just got upset that Sebastian Vettel was getting too close to him. If if he was that competitive and was far and was faster than Lewis, why was he not going, I don't know, let's say three seconds behind, two and a half, two, one, one and a half, one second, and just gaining and gaining and gaining. Instead it was just constant there was there was no up close behind him backs off, up close behind him backs off. It was just a constant um, distance between the two, like he actually couldn't push any further. Yeah. Um, so what they're saying for the future in the season is, don't expect any uh, overtaking unless you've got an incredibly fast car. Yeah, no potential, which, which will make the season completely boring. Uh, yeah. Other than listening to us, we'll try and make it as exciting as possible. Uh, but there you go. I mean, I mean, I think I think Ferrari. I still think though they sh- they should be quite happy with how the race panned out. I mean, I mean, I think they confirmed to the world and to them, if there are any doubts, that China wasn't a fluke and they are more of a danger now, for example, than Red Bull were last season to Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes are concerned. There's no way about, you know, they, they now know that if you, like we talked about, the pit stop problem, yeah. get a pit stop problem, you've got a Ferrari on your ass. No, yeah. If your race does not go smoothly, Ferrari are there to take it even more so than, for example, than even last year. Exactly, so. exactly. So this isn't a Mercedes just had to worry about themselves last year. Um, you've got a Ferrari breathing down, breathing down your neck. Yeah, and what's going to be interesting is that's going to force Mercedes into some decisions they don't necessarily really want to take uh, yeah. on, under pressure, where they feel like they have to to try and win the race, and that hopefully that at the very the very least is going to make the season more interesting. I still think at the moment Mercedes are pretty much going to win both championships, but yeah, I would still I, I would still like there to be a variety of race winners, and going into 
a, a race, not a hundred percent saying it's going to be a Mercedes victory. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I, it's not in the bag for them. No yes, way, not at all. We we suspect it to be that case, but there, there is there will be races coming up. Um, there's going to be problems for them. Yeah, I mean, I still think it's Mercedes championship to lose, but uh, there's a much more realistic prospect of them losing it, unlike last year. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, that's basically uh, the, you know the top four. I want to make a very special mention for Raikkonen's start. What a start! I mean, he he's admittedly he said his qualifying needs a lot of work. Okay, yeah. but getting past the way he got past both those Williams was brilliant. I thought. Oh yeah, he, he held it around the outside. Um, yeah, it, everything he wanted, and that's what he needed because he probably would have been stuck behind those for a number of laps. Yeah, he, and that would have it. really hampered his race, I reckon. So yeah. he did what he needed to do. There's no doubt about that. And um, you know, I know he's one of your favourites um, after Michael Schumacher um, <laughs> and uh, and Vettel. Uh, but um, he needed what? Yeah, he needed what he he did what he needed to do. He did. He did. And uh, he's just needs to pull it out the bag a bit more. Doesn't he? In qualifying, yeah, because at the moment, I mean, even if you look at their fastest laps, they're um, basically uh, less than a hundredth apart, right? Um, mm. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, Vettel one forty three point zero one eight, and Kimi Raikkonen forty three point zero two six. So, yeah. um, so I think Raikkonen has got the speed, as in he can match Vettel. Yeah, I'm just, and I'm sure on race in, on race day in most uh, in some circumstances he's he's a match for Vettel. It's just as you said, I think he needs to pull it out of the bag in qualifying. Is his big problem at the moment, which is funny because he used to be so good at that. He did. Um, yeah. Was let's let's just see how it goes uh, next couple of races. Um, the qualifying, and maybe he'll sort of give himself a pep talk well in Bahrain he has I think got on the podium about six a good like at least six times throughout mm. his career so, so we, we know he's quite solid there unfortunately he's never won um, but you know it's a uh, I, can, I can only hope that we have two, Ferra- two Ferraris and two Mercedes in the top four I'd imagine in, in, in qualifying um, uh, Mercedes finished I think well down the order but they weren't doing any qualifying runs apparently so um, we have no idea who really is the fastest is, is the fastest out there practice two I guess will give us by the time practice two is done it will give us an idea but uh, we'll see that in Bahrain but um, Williams in China once again uh, as we keep saying they're the third best team um, not much more to talk about really but well off the pace yeah I think even Williams are very much surprised. I mean, Felipe Massa did a faster lap than both Ferraris uh, by uh, about two and a half tenths, I think. Um, yeah. And Bottas matched them. But yeah, I, d- I don't know why. And the frustrating thing is it makes that decision all the way back in Austria even more turbulent. Uh, not turbulent, silly. Because, you know, I, it looks like they're not going to win a race this year. They could have done last year. But there you go. It was a what they they were tipped, weren't they? Tipped big time to give Mercedes a good run for their money next year, and it's just not happened no. at all. And I don't see it happening anytime soon. No, unless I think the only time I can see it maybe happening is if they've gone to like a circuit, maybe like Austria, and where that particular circuit really, really suits their car. 
and they yeah. might have a chance then. But unless yeah. unless that kind of like the the perfect condition, the circuit and the car marry up, yeah, you're right. I cannot see I cannot see them challenging unless they come up with some miracle upgrade. Yeah. I don't know what it is I don't know I mean I personally I wouldn't know what it is I'm sure some people do but they've got to feel disappointed that they they've gone from challenging Mercedes on certain races to now just even struggling to get even close to Ferrari yeah I completely agree it is you know it is a bit of a head scratcher and they've you kind of feel like they've either gone backwards or stayed kind of where they are in comparison to the rest of the team, and it's uh, uh and it's really Ferrari that that have made the biggest step. Yeah, or the Ferrari engine, Ferrari engine, or Ferrari. I think Fer- Ferrari engine, and I think the Ferrari chassis is very is is very very good. I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know about last year, but I think in two thousand and thirteen, in two thousand twelve, the Ferrari was very it was very good on its tyres. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, James Allison has obviously taken taken that and uh, you know and continued it to great effect as shown this year. Yeah. So, uh, seventh, Roman Grosjean and Lotus first points, very good. Um, having said that, like Williams, we thought Lotus were going to do a lot better, so they haven't. No, uh, no points up until China. No. Um, are we discussing Grosjean? We're discussing Grosjean, are we, we? rather uh, than Lotus? Uh, well, we can discuss promotion if you want. I mean, so, so solid. Um, that's that's it, really. I, I I think that's about where you probably expect Lotus to be now. I think that's their true pace. I do think, you think that's? Do you think they're the fourth best team? I think between I think Lotus. I, the, it depends on the track. I think Lotus, Sauber, Red Bull, and Force India, and Toro Rosso are all very very similar paces, and it depends how their weekends go. Depending okay. on who's going to finish on top, that's what yeah. it seemed like the last two races. Do you think they'll finish as the fourth best team? No, I think Red Bull will finish as the fourth, and I predict McLaren will finish as the fifth. Oh wow! Season. They're going to really slide down. Lotus think... will be disappointed with your remarks. They will. I mean, as much as I like Lotus, unlike uh, 2013, um, I don't think. I think they might do what Sauber are very well known for and start to slip back as the season goes on because because of uh, the fact that, you know, upgrades and stuff where Red Bull and arguably McLaren, if they can get their car right, we know, or, you know, they should improve their car a lot more than, uh, for example, Sauber, Lotus and Force India because they have, they have the resources. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that Lotus just have to have a Mercedes engine to suddenly push themselves back up the ranks like that. Um, considering they lost a lot of their top guys. Um, but I think what's going to let Lotus down um, is Maldonado. They were talking about the commentary. Is it time? I mean, the issue is Maldonado, I think, I think you're in agreement. It's only there because of his money. Yeah. How, oh, I can't believe you said such a thing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you've got the reserve driver. Will Are you the first person to have ever said that? Do you oh, think? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, exclusive revelation here on the hot lap. Wow, on the hot lap. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's um, official. He's there for the money. He is. Um, I mean, okay. In your opinion, do you think Will Stevens has a better chance of doing a, be- a better job? We don't know, but that's why I said, do you, do you think he has a better chance of doing a better job than Maldonado? 
the GPT champion. Or why, have you, why have you picked Will Stevens? He's the... Uh, no, sorry, Jolian Palmer. I do apologise. Jolian Palmer. Jolian Palmer, oh, okay. the reserve driver. I'm thinking of uh, Mano again. Um, um, he's probably paid, isn't he? He's probably has paid a bit, yeah. Uh, he's probably paid a bit. Yeah, his dad owns Brands Hatch, Cadwell, Snetterton. True. Um, that, that lot. Um, I'd give him a go. But then the problem is Maldonado is in a contract and I'd imagine he's got a vast sum of money compared with uh, Palmer. Which is the problem. I mean, we, I don't want to sound like a broken record. We've said that before, that that's one of the big issues with the Formula One, that you, you have to have a driver pay, you know, pay to race, where, as I keep saying, you'll never get that in football. You'll never get you and me going up to, for example, Man U, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. Here's £5 million. Can I play this season? They'd laugh yeah. at you, wouldn't they? And After Mercedes, Ferrari, Williams, and uh, uh, Red Bull, I think to a certain extent, um, obviously McLaren um, uh, and maybe Toro Rosso mm. because of that young driver program. But yeah, okay, yeah, because they're they're backed by Red Bull anyway. Um, after that, um, ev- pretty much every team has got a paid driver, if not two. Yeah, I mean you've got Manor, Sauber, Lotus. Force India and, and, and Force India, and it, yeah, unfortunately they have to do it for the money, which I think is wrong. It should be the best drivers, you know, in the best well, cars they can get. It, it's wrong, um, but I do feel for Lotus because they're not a bad team, as we can clearly see from the result they in know. China. And this, this but, is... but they're being let down, and they give it almost. You could say they're a bit of a Mickey Mouse team when their reputation is being destroyed. Because they choose to still employ someone who goes around making some of the silliest mistakes that you would see on a Codemasters F1 2015 game. <laughs> yeah, so 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 in in a funny way, you could you could almost argue that Pastor Maldonado has, you know, metaphorically almost cost them almost as much money as he gives them. In, in, if he took over the long term and the, the way he's been there and the negative press and the fact that he does damage the car on a regular basis and he doesn't really come up with the results. No, I can own, I'm pretty sure we've discussed this on the podcast before, that the money that he pays in must outweigh all the embarrassment, the damage that is caused um, to, the ve- to the car uh, and the team. And, and that's the only reason he's there. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I second that. So, uh, but uh, Felipe Nazza in the Sauber, um, once again, yeah, kind of like where you, where you expect solid, Sauber. solid drive. Yeah. Daniel Ricciardo yeah. in the Red Bull. Red Bull really struggling again, aren't they? Red Bull. Um, I mean, Danny Kvyat didn't even make it. No, um, I don't know what just really to say about them. They they were just floating around the back, weren't they? Were they at some point fighting McLaren? Yes, they were. I think that was Kvyat because I think he damaged. I think he either damaged Kyle got punctured at the beginning of the mm. race, and had to come back through the field. Yeah, so uh, you've uh, well, we can only go with the, it's the Renault engine because uh, yeah, I would imagine it's generally a fairly decent car that they've got. Um, and I mean, even Daniel Ricciardo made a couple of mistakes in that race. He, he, we didn't see. A, a typical Daniel Ricciardo when he's on form, did we? No, it, it, I mean, I don't, I've never driven an F1 car, but on TV, that car looks a lot more difficult to drive than last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Marcus Ericsson, 10th, 
solidish again, but not as good as Felipe Nasser. But I think Sauber, very happy to get the points again. I think they need to score all the points they can early on in the season. And they're doing it. Yeah, they'll they'll finish ahead of Force Manor. India, won't they? I think so. Do you reckon? Yeah, Manor and Force India, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think they will. It really depends on whether Force India, um, there's meant to be a major upgrade come, I think, um, you know, come like Austria or something they're talking about. And uh, if that's good enough to beat Sauber, that might, I think it could worry Sauber, but it's a question of how many points has Sauber scored by then, for example. Exactly. They're they're bagging the points pretty much. um, Well, they're not every race, but they're they're doing it so that when later on in the season, if their development stops, they're still... um, they should, on the points basis, still be up there, shouldn't they? And and hopefully be clear. And but I I, I don't see them really stopping, to be honest. No, no, not no, not at the moment. Um, but uh, obviously Sergio Perez unfortunately finishing a uh, uh, one lap down like Ericsson, uh, for India. Now twelfth and thirteenth, both McLarens. Uh, they looked in practice faster than they really showed in the race and qualifying. Um, even McLaren said they felt they might get out of the first qualifying session yeah. and they didn't. Um, they, they came close-ish, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, no, disappointing for McLaren once again, really. Okay. So we keep going on this. Your, uh, your team, yeah. your team, um, you hear things before the start of the weekend. You obviously then think certain things, you know, oh, this could be good. Okay. I'm looking forward to this. Da, 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 da. It comes to the end of the race weekend you're then thinking, what happened there? Tell me, as a, again, as a McLaren fan, from another race now, what is going through your head? Um, With what they say and what happens on track, what's your belief in them? I still think that McLaren is still, uh, is, uh, has, still has improved since uh, Malaysia. I mean, Alonso's fastest lap was a 43.7. And if you look, and that is, uh, if you take away both Mercedes, which are comfortably within the forty twos, that's mm. only um, seven, you know, seven tenth away from the Ferraris. Um, right. So I, I still feel that they made uh, a further, a further step. But yeah, uh, still absolutely disappointed. Um, you know, uh, and it's a, it's almost a case of I just hope. By Monaco, they actually get on the points board. Finishing 12th and 13th, fair enough, they were close. But, uh, for example, Max two, Verstappen... Two, fin- two finishes as well. Yeah, Max Verstappen, uh, uh, Pastor Maldonado and Danny Kvyat definitely would have finished uh, ahead of them, given a normal race. And Nico Hulkenberg, probably, you know? And they're mm. the retirees. So, is that that's not really a 12th and 13th that they've, uh, that they've legitimately earned on track. They kind of lucked in. And where would they have finished had... It, and everyone else finish at, at China. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, it's just disappointing. Having said that, uh, after the first two races, I I wasn't disappointed to this to the fact that I kind of expected it. I was only a bit disappointed that it didn't get out of the first qualifying session. I mean that because, was yeah that would have been a mini victory, but they didn't. Hope you know, looking forward to Bahrain. Hopefully, so there you go. What's your what? What do you think is going to happen in Bahrain? I, I know. I know. You've already just seen the free practice one. Yeah, I where... think, without any reliability problems, that supposedly the Honda engines turned up. Uh, they've turned it up. I think we will see at least one McLaren get into Q two, and that's that's it. That's yeah, all. That's all. That's, that's your hope, hope and your dream. 
I think that's the most we. Uh, I think that's the most we can hope for. Um, okay. Um, if uh, if Bahrain was a funny race with lots of safety cars and stuff, they they might you know finish tenth maybe. But I don't. Th- I still don't think they're legitimately fast enough yet to score points on merit. If you know what I mean. Okay. So. Um, maybe with a clever strategy, but there you go. Uh, Carlos Sainz, 14th, uh, unfortunately. Um, not, not a particularly good race. And then you have we uh, backing up, 15th and 16th. Uh, they finished. Two cars finished. No conspiracy theories here, Alex. Manor, Will Stevens, and uh, Roberto Merry. Yeah, what's the difference between those two? Uh, it just says two laps. Uh, I know oh, uh, okay. Will Stevens managed uh, a half a second. Uh, his, fast, his fastest lap was half a second faster. And even in qualifying, you see Roberta Mary is a lot slower than Will Stevens. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay, well, they both finished the race. That's yes. a good thing. Um, I, I don't really think we could take. We're not looking at anything, are we? Until later in the season, I think for us as a as avid Formula One uh, viewers, that we'll just expect to see them trail around at the back. Uh, if they want to fight between themselves, yeah, they will do. But um, nothing's going to change at all. Um, even think... I, even if it's wet, we're still not going to see fluky results from them, I don't think. I think they're still far, far off the pace to the point of the, you're not looking at yeah. anything. Um, Unless we from... get like eight or nine finishes, I think you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and then we can just... That's it when they've got their uh, Ferrari 2015 engine. They haven't given a timescale on that, though, have they? No. I mean, I think it's going to come... I think well, it's going to come sometime when they go get into Europe. Exactly when, I don't know. But, yeah. But there you go. Uh, Max Verstappen, obviously, the last classified finisher. His car basically stopped in the fast finish straight... Uh, start finish straight, even. And uh, stopped us having a potential match between uh, Vettel and Raikkonen, unfortunately, which was annoying. But there you go. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was getting a lot of praise. For that race, before his, he uh, was. I mean, his manoeuvres. Uh, he braked really, really late. Very, very aggressive. Yeah. I thought um, the only thing, and I think he's fantastic. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, I think it's. I think he's very, very talented. He's very, he's very, he's very, very good. The only thing I will want to say is he's quite aggressive, right? Yeah. Uh, and and he was very late to the to the point that, um, kind of almost a bit like Lewis Hamilton in his first two years. That I look at that and think that's really good. But I don't think you'll be able to pull it off all the time, and you will have a crash if that's the way you overtake all the time. Is that unfair? Okay. Or... Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see I, what you're saying. Um, I, I mean, it is really risky, and you know, if the driver decides no, you're not coming through, turn in, uh, he's going to potentially lose his front ring or have a crash, and look, and suddenly look very silly. But he mm. pulled it off at this race, which was brilliant. Okay. Well, yeah, no, he he did very well during the race. Um, quite impressed because. Uh, he'd make a move and he wouldn't end up running wide or, or sort of going straight on in order to make the move. It, you know, he knew his braking distance and he was able to turn in without sort of losing the car. So, um, you know, there's a lot of praise for him at the moment. Um, will he finish top rookie? Because I think back in Australia, we were rating Nasa as, um, as going to probably be the top rookie. But, I don't know, Verstappen's, could we say Verstappen's leading the rookies at the moment? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think we are. Closely followed by Felipe Nasser, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely in terms of it. I mean, and Pastor Maldonado, Kvyat, and Nico Hulkenberg obviously all retired. Um, mm. And we've said enough about Maldonado. Daniel Kvyat, I, he he's not he's not showing what I think Red Bull expected him to show. Mm. If that makes any sense, I, I think um, uh, fair enough. He hasn't got he hasn't got a good a good enough car. And I always thought he you know I was always surprised that Red Bull picked him. Um, you know, after one year of being into a Rosso. Yeah, it was it's another podcast that we probably discussed. Um, it's a a strange move to make, and we've not really seen what Red Bull have picked him for. Whether or not, again, that's because of the car. Uh, it is difficult to say, isn't it? But then we've not seen him in practice or qualifying. Go and think to ourselves, wow, that's. You yeah, know, he's he's setting the world alight. No, exactly. So, but there you go. That's our that's our Chinese Grand Prix. Who Chinese Grand Prix? <laughs> Having said that, um, with the Chinese Grand Prix, Alex, who is your who is your man of the race? Man of the race, Chinese Grand Prix. I'm going to go with. Max Verstappen. Wow. Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to. I know go... that's quite difficult to say when he didn't finish. No, but he was. But... I can understand why he impressed you the most, and I, I, for the life of me, I think the day you go for Lewis Hamilton is the day that hell freezes over. Okay. So there you okay. go. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? I assume then by by that very harsh comment that you've made <laughs> against my uh, my judgment that um. You're going Lewis. I am. I am. And, Lewis, and why is that? Uh, he controlled the race. He won the race. He got pole. He did it in his first lap in qualifying, which is something that he's, uh, you know, he struggled with having that good that good first lap. Mm. Um, and he, uh, you know, as we said, I feel like he had it under control. However, um, I want to give a special mention, obviously, to Kimi Raikkonen, who uh, came within a cigarette paper's length of becoming man of the race. Um, only, be, you know, purely because his first moves at the beginning, they're the moves he had to make after about mm. qualifying. Had Raikkonen had a go at Vettel or tried to got past him, I think there'll be no doubt I'll be naming him man of the race, but he didn't. So, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I would probably give. I did think about it, but the only reason I've not given Lewis uh, man of the race is quite simply because he wasn't domineering. No. We didn't see him pull off any fantastic moves, you know, or anything like that. Um, and um, he didn't set the world alight with his with his speed to the point of he's just shut off and he was a he was a different if if you know if I, if he finished twenty seconds ahead of Rosberg twenty twenty five seconds ahead of Rosberg yep. you could say he was on fire and you know fair play to him but he he didn't so that's that's the only reason that's my justification fair enough then fair enough thank you. Onwards to our Bahrain Grand Prix preview then. Uh, well, Bahrain, the Bahrain Grand Prix. We've had... A, Fernando Alonso's won three times. Uh, and both Massa and Vettel have won there twice, Alex. Um, Ferrari are the, the most con, are the most successful constructor there, winning in 2004, 2007, 2008, 2010. 
Okay, that's good. Red Bull and Renault have won there twice each. Uh, 05, 06 for Renault with Alonso, and uh, 12 and 13 with Vettel, obviously, uh, for Red Bull. Last year's winner was Lewis Hamilton. It was his first time winning last year at one of the more memorable races okay. of the year. The circuit itself, uh, let me see, um, is it's been held nine times. Um, it's uh, 3.363 miles in length. Uh, 57 laps. If you remember, they they, they kind of like um, redone the circuit, didn't they? Added a bit extra, which made it rubbish, if I remember. Um, that one year. I forgot what year it was. They changed They changed the and it was a bit longer. Yeah. Um, so It's a night circuit now as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, as of last year, it, it is a night circuit. So, I mean, yeah. last year, uh, Hamilton, Rosberg and Perez. For me, one of the more exciting races. Uh, so, there you go. It produces some good racing. It does, um, it does. Um, yeah. I, I mean, before we get into our official predictions, uh, what do you think? Um, uh, Bahrain, I think, is one of the few home and tilt tracks, which I think is a, kind of a boring layout, but can produce good racing. Yeah. Um, it's not... the. I think it's pretty sort of dull to look at isn't it because it's just sand um it's a bit almost like a mini paul ricard isn't it in the sense of rather than just having large amounts of runoff the runoff is very just is just sand isn't it um as uh, fl- pastor maldonado found out in the first practice session he stuck his foot in at the last corner thinking it was all runoff and he uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. he went over the sand maldonado spun or Maldonado he, went through a gravel trap. He, Maldonado went through a sand trap, so to speak, rather than a oh, gravel trap. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So to speak, yeah. So uh, there, there you go. Not surprised. Well done, no, Lotus. That's, that's, that's more money to, for the um, power to for the vacuum cleaners to suck out all the sand. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, as I say, it doesn't look... It, it's all right. It's not my favourite track. It's all right. It'll do. Um, it's just not that exciting to, to view from a spectator point of view i think but then you know that's probably why they've also picked it as a night circuit because there's not much to see in the day no no there's there's not and i i mean i know obviously uh you know yeah from your point of view being a fry fan mercedes winning yeah not great but um i did feel last year it did produce a very good race and it normally has done in terms of if you are faster especially now the drs you will overtake the person in front of you yeah yeah, yeah, which, which which I think which I think is quite good. Um, yeah, we so, should see uh, the first practice is as you as you've said the first practice session appears to be a, an interesting one. We'll wait to see what uh, FP two comes up with and yeah, I mean they were saying um, uh, unlike China, which is front lit, this is like I think real limited. A lot of it, um, you know, because of the slow corners and the fact you got to get on the the way you get on the power. Um, mm. It's it's going to help Ferrari a lot more because you know and in Malaysia. Um, it was Mercedes that struggled, and we, uh, we believe potentially it was because of their, because of their rear tyres. Now, the saving grace for Mercedes, though, is um, this circuit doesn't happen during the day. When it is hottest, which will help Ferrari, happens during the night when it is cooler. Yeah. So I think the jury is still out, really, to how fast these cars are until we, for example, see practice two and qualifying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um... Having said that, I think if a Ferrari can get on the front row or within a tenth or two of Mercedes, I think that will worry Mercedes, at least. Um, and the other thing about, I think, Ferrari need to watch out for Mercedes, uh, maybe, is 
Um, how fast is that Ferrari on the soft tyres compared to Mercedes? And how fast is Mercedes on the harder tyres compared to Ferrari? Yeah. They believe it's going to be a two-stop race as well. So. Okay. There you we'll, go. Um, we'll have a look at the... Uh, uh, yeah, we'll find out. I generally find out today whether or not they'll get an idea about tyres and Ferrari and Mercedes and whether who's going to run longer. But I think generally doesn't really matter about the circuit. Ferrari are better on their tyres and can go for an extra couple of laps, can't they? Yes, yes. But it hurts them. Um, I don't think it'll be cold at, that cold at night. But that, uh, with Ferrari, I think that's the one of the few things that might hurt them at a colder circuit. For example, yeah. uh, if we got to Silverstone and we had a very cold July, um, uh, or, you, you know, or, or Europe, and it was very cold on the day, that could hurt Ferrari. Bear in mind, if it's very hot, Ferrari are going to be smiling. So, yeah, there we go. Um, on to our official predictions, then, Alex. Yes, I think I did. I think I uh, I did quite well in China. You did do quite well. Um, right. So for the predictions, what we have, you said Lewis, Nico, and Kimmy. I said Nico, Lewis, and Kimmy. Um, thus, I got no points. Um, Nothing usual there. Uh, and for fastest lap, you went Lewis and I went Raikkonen. So you got a grand total of 48 points. Wow. I got a grand total of zilch. Wow. Yes, I know. Um, and that puts you currently at 91 and me still on 28. 91, Alex and 28. Oh, my yeah. Lord. I know. You are running away with it. Um I was going to say like a driver, but I couldn't really think. No one's really running away with it this year, are they? No, 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 no not yet. We could, or we could say you're accruing more points um, as Maldonado is accruing uh, repair bills. Ah, well, there you go. Yes, yes, running away with that in that sense. Yes. So, so going into go, going into the Bahrain Grand Prix, um, I'll pick first then. It's assuming as I, I came out of China looking uh, spelling erasers. Go on. Um, I am going to say Lewis Hamilton, yeah. Sebastian Vettel, Nico Rosberg. Oh, you're splitting the uh, the, Merce- the Mercedes this year. Yes. Okay. I've got a funny I... feeling that it might end up the other way around. I'm doing a 180, but we never know. But that's okay. my predictions. Okay. I am going to go with... I need to get those points back. So I'm going to go with Lewis, Nico, Vettel. <laughs> You mean you've actually? Wow, you're de- that's desperation, isn't it? it is, you've actually it is. picked it's not, what I, it's, it's not what I want, but I need to get some points back. Desperate times. Alex. I know. I know. Desperate. So I say you've you've gone for Lewis, Rosberg, and uh, Vettel. Wow. Vettel wow. and fastest lap. Uh, Lewis. You, Le- Lewis. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go Nico. Again, just trying to recoup the uh, the losses back here. It's funny, yeah, yeah. It, it, three races in, it started to become desperate. That's great. Yeah, I know, I know. Sort of, yeah, a bit like a press conference. I'm just starting to uh, just starting to show my uh, frustrations a bit. <laughs> well, there, there we go. That is our, our Bahrain Grand Prix predictions. Mm-hmm. 
Now, moving on, um, uh, I know we appreciate we haven't got too much F1 news. However, um, uh, you, you, in terms of news, there's not that much F1 news, but Alex, game news, Project Cars, even Codemasters have released a bit, a, a bit of news about their F1 game. And we've got a release date, most importantly, for Project Cars. Announced, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Um, you text me uh, yesterday, so it'll be Thursday. The There we go then. Yeah. Thursday the 16th it got announced yes um, 8th for the UK 7th for Europe and I think Australia um, and um, I think our brothers over in America uh, I can't remember if they're a bit later than us ok uh, I can't argue with that you did say first week of May and I think that is the very least I think you're right in the sense that games are always released on a Friday in, yeah. in the UK so I yeah. think you're bang on the money Thank really? you very much. That's the first Thank Friday, and that's the first Friday in May. You win. It is. It is. I think that's pleased a lot of people because we're now talking first week of May rather than second or third week. Um, so we're only what three weeks away. Yes, two, two yeah, weeks yeah, away. I think. Yeah, I think we are. What's the date now? Three weeks away today. Three weeks away today. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got. Uh, we've got confirmation as well around um, how many cars you'll get. We've got the discussion that you can have up to 45 cars per race when you're offline and 16 cars online. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. That's a fairly sizable grid. It's not F1 standards, but I think even F1 didn't have um, didn't have uh, all 16, did they? Uh, all 22 no. cars. So No. No. It is next-gen. To the to the point where I think it's somewhat disappointing in terms of we can't we can't have more. Having said that, um, you know uh, when I play Forza Online, I don't know uh, when you play Gran Turismo. Very very rarely would I get the full complement of a of a grid. It would normally be like eight, between eight to eleven people, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gran Gran Turismo had I can't remember. I'm not even going to go there. Um, but yeah, that it's the biggest that we've ever seen isn't it but it's just good for you know if you want to start at the back just have a bit of competitive driving and a, a, a hell of a lot of cars to pass yeah and, and my and uh, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna blow my own trumpet here my prediction uh it was 1080p for the uh, ps4 and, nine, and 900 for the xbox one it still is that isn't it yeah now let's yeah. be honest i uh, yeah I, I mean you know i'm i'm a i'm a, a, a i don't want to say a fanboy of the ps4 now i've been converted but um I honestly think, unless you had both TVs side by side playing the exact same footage for the exact same time, I honestly don't think you'd be able to tell, unless you had an exact, exact comparison side by side between between the two. No, if you put a screen up in front of me without showing me the console, I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You're right. No, no. So I mean, I don't think. What I do like though is the sixty frames per second. I think is. I think, like, uh, for example, fighting games, um, I, I, and I think racing games as well, that's really, really important for that 60 frames per second. Yeah, I completely agree. Just to clarify, uh, United States and Canada is May the 12th. Oh, so we get it first. We get it well, second, four days. Uh, four yeah. days. So they, yeah, I think they, they release on Tuesdays. I think. Oh, uh, that, that will be the reason then. So, I mean, I mean, we will. I mean, Alex and I are talking. Uh, we fully expect to potentially, if we can within our schedules, do a Project Cars um, podcast. Maybe um, the, uh, you know, at the end of the weekend, it comes out once we've been able to have drive a tiny bit. Yeah, and uh, we'll 
give yeah. our first thoughts. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, and have a, have a few races now. Um, so we got Project Cars with the in, with the with that intricate and interesting career mode. For the F1 game, they've released a couple of screenshots. No footage yet, which is quite frustrating. Um, I've heard the release date is June the 12th, isn't it? So they say. Oh, are they giving a, a day for that? I they? want to say it's June the 12th. I'm not aware of the day. They just keep saying June. Okay, someone's, I don't know where I read, and I could be wrong. And for that, I can only <laughs> apologise, boys and girls. But yeah, June the 12th is the release date I've heard. Okay. okay. So do we want to... Do you want to discuss the screenshots at all? Anything you want to say about those? Not much. It looks okay. The, the, the problem is, and uh, is the graphics look good, but they don't look neck that good in comparison. You know, that much of an improvement over the visuals for you know the uh, F1 2014 and 2013. Uh, now you can't tell much in a screenshot, which is why I want the footage running. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they look good. They do look better. But they don't look next gen better, if that makes any sense, you know. No, we. It still to me looks like that they're not um, actual game footage. It's like the build up. Um, the ones I think I've posted um, show uh, starting grid images, so they're not actual in in play. In play. You know when you watch a, an advert for a game on television, you think, "Wow, that's fantastic!" But it, at the bottom of the screen, it says, "This isn't game yes. footage." Yeah, that, yeah, that, yes, um, yeah, it, it's not. I mean, bear in mind they might be using the game engine to record this footage, yeah. for example. But yeah, it's not proper in-game footage. It's no. not racing, and yeah, it would be nice just to see just to see it in action. Um, I'm sure they have a reason not to. But bear in mind the release date's in June, and we're now in April, so. We're, we're looking at we're looking at what June the twelfth. Less than two months now, it should be out. So there's no reason. I cannot see a reason why they wouldn't have game footage. But there you go. Maybe they're just trying to pan it out and, and updating us every two weeks with a, well, with a bit more info. It, isn't it coincidental that they start publishing stuff yesterday um, at the same time that Project Cars announces a release date? Yes. Yeah. It's well, almost like saying, "Oh my God, everyone's going to forget about our game." Now everyone's talking about Project Cars. We quickly need to release something. Yeah, and they, they do. And I think, I, I do think, because um, we only have one F1 license, let's say, per now, and we, we don't have the multiple ones as of, uh, you know, years ago, like in 2000, 2001, um, that Project Cars is the closest, I, I feel now, is the closest uh, competitor to... F1 uh, Codemasters F1 game because they have Formula A, which is based on 2011. Uh, yeah. You know the F1 season, which you were which you were saying. Um, you know, and it's arguably got the F1 with the better engine noises as well. So uh, uh, yeah, exactly. It's not as in depth, although I think they've still got curves and DRS, haven't they? I believe I've, people have mentioned that. I did. I haven't seen it working on the footage though. But yeah, no. Have, yeah, people have mentioned it. So um, yeah, well. Um, it's also worth adding. Um, I don't know if you've had time to look, James. I know you're incredibly busy. Um, that a number of gaming magazines and uh, journalists have got access to playing F1 2015 uh, using the Singapore track. Oh, okay. I have not had a look at that. Have you not? Okay, Eurogamer have access to that and i think that's what vvv have had access to ah so they have played it so they had there is some form of uh playable game 
And so things that have come out, obviously, let's be honest, right? Eurogamer are a general gaming website. Yes. And VVV is purely racing games. Yes. So the two reviews are going to be different. One's going to be concentrating on from a sort of uh, motorsport fan and the other one of a, well, we're just going to compare it to last year's game. Yeah. And trying to keep it as short as possible, Eurogamer are saying the visuals are better, but the actual game itself, they're, they're struggling to see how it's next gen. Okay, that's not good. And I mean, that's not good from a purely. I don't want to. I don't want to call you a game of casuals, but they're not hardcore. That you know, they're not hardcore like Team VV in terms of that. And if if you have a casual website saying that, is that cause for some concern or not? Yeah, because well, they're comparing it to last year's, aren't they? They're going to be comparing it to last year's, aren't they? So, yeah. um, and I think in terms and in terms of visuals and uh, you know. Um, 2014, really, uh, was the pinnacle of uh, Codemasters F1 game on the last generation of consoles. So mm. that's what they're naturally going to be compared to. Yeah. Um... I mean, if you remember, when we, when we looked, Alex, at the, uh, at the trailer for F1 2014, if you remember, mm. right, and we look now at the screenshots, that's what I'm trying to say. There doesn't seem that much difference in terms of visuals. Bear in mind, you you know you don't really get much from screenshots, and you yeah. get a lot more from footage. But still, mm. yeah, um, yeah. Now, also, I'll, I'll I'll read this to you. Okay. Um, the F1 2015 comes out earlier in the year than previous Codemaster F1 games, with the final release date due on June the twelfth. Okay. Slightly contrary to earlier reports, the 2015 grid, as it lined up in Melbourne, will be on the disc with an update in the near future introducing Manor. <laughs> okay. So the game will start without Manor. Interesting. Um, uh, yeah, and it's also saying that uh, I think... Uh, where does it say here? Um it wants to... I think this is the second to last year of their contract left. Okay. Penultimate year, yeah. Yeah. So, but there's a... Where is it? Um, I just want to pick up on a um, on a particular line that was mentioned by Eurogamer. Um, and then we can... Oh, where is it? Uh, it goes on it, that about you know the um, where is it the, the graphics um, F1 2015 doesn't exactly mark a bold new direction for the series. It's not quite the reboot that was promised. Oh dear, that's what that's that's the line that was very significant when I was reading that. That is significant. I mean, because if you look at Project Cars, that does look like next gen. Absolutely, I you know even when you look at the footage and everything, yeah, that you, that screams next gen to the point where you show someone a picture and you almost need to double take to see that's uh, you know not real, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, that. with the F one game, I didn't get that from the screenshots, <clears throat> and I, and the problem is unless they're not unless they're showing very old footage, 
Alex. This is two months away, so that's that's got to be fairly recent stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, they would say, so, yeah. I mean, I don't, as I keep saying, I don't really think we can judge until we've seen the gameplay footage. However, Eurogamer clearly has, we're assuming, so... Well, and they played it. Yeah, so that's that's not good, especially when, let's be honest, F1 2014 should have realistically, in hindsight, as much as I enjoyed it, and I loved it, it is, for me, it is the best F1 game that Co-Masters have made. However, yeah. the fact the lack of classic cars... Etc. And the fact that there's no no new options and it's uh, not a copy and paste, but they've just changed changed it around a bit. And they didn't add obviously the the you know the the way the curves was and stuff. My argument is it should have been maybe you know like a thirty pound standalone game or thirty pounds or, or twenty to thirty pounds DLC to add on to the uh, twenty thirteen game maybe you know. Yeah. Um, and it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been a full price game. For me, it was worth it. I enjoyed it. I played, I probably played about a good, you know, 60, 70 hours in total. For, okay. So for me, that's worth the purchase. But I think, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but I think the people that are on the fence, because you didn't buy it, because you, felt, you, you no. felt, you felt, you felt that way. And a lot of people who are hardcore F1 fans felt that way. And Codemasters basically used the excuse of, yeah, this is not maybe as good as it could be. That's because our next game is going to be mega on the next generation consoles. And if they yeah. fail to deliver, that's really going to, that's really mm. going to annoy people. Mm. Well, what you're going to look at, let's be honest, in three weeks' time is Project Cars will come out and you'll expect, and I will expect, F1 2015 to look very similar to Project Cars, but obviously just be about Formula One, i.e. the uh, you know dynamic weather, all that kind of stuff, which obviously is capable of, they're capable of doing it, so it should look similar to that. No, yeah, yeah, no, it should look. I completely agree. It should look similar to that. But, but where Project Cars is, I think on Team BVB, he said it's the it's the racing game to end all racing games kind of thing. Mm, you know, yeah. with the with the idea, Codemasters don't have an excuse in terms of that because uh, don't have any excuses. Their game is F one. They got the F one tracks. It's just F one. Yeah. Where Project yeah. Cars looks, you know, more impressive, and they've got a lot more to cover. Yeah. Um, and that's a concern. That's a concerning thing. Now, hopefully, I want to. I want us to be completely wrong about the Codemasters F1 game, and for it to be fantastic. For me, I think, and I'm sure for you, we've discussed before. Graphics um, is not is not really the, is not the issue. It's how the game plays, etc. You know, and what they and what they've done with it is going to be more important to me. Exactly. Than than, uh, than the graphics, because you know, because I thought the graphics of the last seven games were fantastic. However, I felt I still felt that goodness me, since uh, 2010, they really haven't had four or five years worth of improvement when you've looked at the 2014 game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it. Yeah. It's the gameplay rather than so much about the than the graphics for me. Yeah, and but I do expect a a mighty upturn in graphics um, on the PS4. Because that's what the PS4 is capable of. I do, but by the sounds of it, it, you know, it might not look the part. And for me, all I'm saying is, even if it, the graphics aren't the, the big upturn which we're expecting, I think if they had a really solid game where you really, you know, you, you really enjoyed it, you really enjoyed it, I think the graphics would be secondary, secondary to me. However, yeah. I cannot, I would not bet the mortgage or bet the house on Codemasters doing that, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, well, we 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 shall see. We shall see. We, given that we've potentially got a release date for two months' time, approximately. Yeah, two months. So, uh, it's going to be. It might even be. Bear in mind, 
if it's Friday the 12th. Let me quickly see when the 12th is, because the 12th should be a Friday then, if they're saying that's really, that's the release date, If it, assuming it's Europe. And uh, bear in mind, I think Europe is going to be Codemaster's biggest market for this game. Mm. Uh, June the 12th is a Friday, and I can't help but feel that's uh, eight weeks today. Okay. So yeah, two months' time, give or take. Okay. So eight weeks, so Project Cards in three weeks, um, which which we're both picking up. Uh, and uh, Codemasters F1, which I'm probably picking up on release date. Um, it'd be interesting, though, say, for example, this time next year, Alex, to find out which one we played more. Yeah, um, because we're going to be playing with each other. Uh, I'll quickly need to emphasise the game-wise. game-wise. <laughs> um, and it'll be interesting to see when we speak to each other who's going to say, oh, I'll see you on Project Cars in a, in an hour, or I'll see you on F1 2015 in an hour. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, I mean, but it might be that the gameplay for multiplayer is better on F1 2015, but single player is better on Project Cars or something. Yeah, no, no, and that'd be fine. I mean, what, what we both want is two very good, very, very solid games. Um, exactly. You know, I, I hope we get that. Uh, only time will tell. It will. It will. So I look go. forward to it. Absolutely. Well, that's us, and so that's essentially us until uh, until uh, ne- next time on the Holat, where we will have the Bahrain Grand Prix review, and obviously any any more gaming news. I imagine there'll probably be more and more news leading up to Project Cars than obviously uh, Codemasters F1, but we've been surprised before. So see you uh, probably in a, in a week or two's time. Yeah, and don't forget we are on Twitter at the Hotlap Show. The Hot Lap Show is our Twitter account if you want to join us there for uh, Formula One News. Brilliant. Okay, see you later. Take it. Mark Webber has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty. Going to retirement. Understood. Box, box, box. I'll try and say, mate, I am, I am, I am eating in the car, but I'll see how it goes.